Welcome to Grazia Life Advice, Grazia Magazine's podcast. I'm Hattie Crisell and each week I speak to women worth listening to, asking them to share six pieces of advice they really value and the worst piece of advice they've ever received. This week I was joined by Danny Dyer, junior of course, undoubtedly the best advice giver of last year's Love Island. I was completely addicted to the show and it was a thrill to meet Danny, whose new book, What Would Danny Do?, is full of the straight-talking, down-to-earth wisdom we saw from her on TV. You can hear some of it on today's episode, along with insight into why she blow-dries her eyelashes and what she makes of her dad's national treasure status. Let us know what you think on Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag GrazieLifeAdvice. But for now, over to Danny. So I'm not often starstruck, but I am sitting here with somebody who I spent all last summer watching on Love Island. So it's very, very exciting. Thank you very much for joining us, Danny Dyer. Oh, thank you. That was a lovely introduction. Wow. Thank <laughs> Straight you. Straight from the heart. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so how does it feel to have a book coming out? You know what? It's um, it's really scary. Like, it's, no, it's It's an amazing feeling, but it's also very, very scary because once it's there, like it's there and you have all the preparation for it and, you know, you really, really divulge all your, all your time into it because you want your book to be as honest as it can be but then now time's coming up to it I'm like oh my god I'm scared you're putting yourself out there <laughs> yeah, and, yeah yeah putting yourself massively out there and with a book you can actually be honest and talk about what you want to talk about so yeah I'm excited but that's quite nice in a way isn't it because you can take control of what you want to talk about yeah you know, so definitely I've had I've had definitely had more control because I feel like whenever you're doing sort of interviews or something you don't really know you know what's going to be said out of it and it's so good as well because with my book I imagine I can say as much as I want and then there's been times where I'm like oh no take that out or oh let's add this in you know you do you have 100% control on it and that's what I'm really really happy about yeah so tell us a little bit about I mean I've already started reading it but tell us a little bit about what to expect from it I think with my book what you have to expect is it's all there's all different chapters and everything's different with it because I've got you know life guidance for my girls because I've got a lot of young girls that ask me a lot of you know advice and you know situations and stuff and what I've done is I've opened up about my own life experiences to help them because it's all well and good and giving someone a bit of advice but if you've actually been through it yourself it sort of helps because there's more emotion and feeling to it so I've definitely got some guidance for girls you know light-hearted fun about you know me and my friends my family and you know everything I've been through and even before Love Island because I think a lot of people think I just had it easy but it was tough for me you know nothing came to me that easy I think Love Island was the time when I actually had me up finally so yeah so, I mean, you went into Love Island and, you know, obviously you're from a family where your dad's quite well known, but you weren't massively well known. Yeah. And then you came back from that holiday and suddenly it's like, you know, you must have been greeted by hundreds of people at the airport mm. and all of that. Like, what was that? That must have been such a surreal experience. It was so surreal because, yeah, although my dad's obviously been in the public eye since I was little, no one, you know, I wasn't really known. I was known as Danny Dyer's daughter, really. And I mean, it's nice to actually be my own person now. And like, we're both looked at together rather than just like, I'm his daughter. You know, we're both looked at as two Danny Dyer's, which is hilarious. Double Danny Dyer's. Double D's. It was crazy. I don't think you could ever prepare yourself for that. Because you just go in as one person, you know, and then you come out and literally everyone knows you. Whereas my dad, it was gradual for him. Like he just, you know, he was in one thing, then another, and then all of a sudden he gets a little bit more famous. And then 
it like was there. Whereas me, it was like I went in and then walked out, and I was like one one tunnel and come out the other. Yeah, it's almost like it's, it wasn't overnight, but because you were away or something, yeah. it was almost like overnight. Yeah, for me because I had no idea about the real world, nothing. Yeah, just come out, and then I was like, oh. Let's go. Yeah. Did it take a few weeks or a few months to sort of get your head around that level of attention? Yeah. It's um. I think even now, like, yeah. it's, it's still a little bit difficult because everyone sort of has an opinion on you and um, sometimes not very nice. You know, you get the most amazing, beautiful people and, I mean, the opportunities you get are just incredible. You never... I still now I have to pinch myself. You know, it's, it's amazing, but it is hard. I do get my down days where I'm a little bit like... If I feel rubbish in myself, I don't want to go out because I don't want people to meet me and be like, oh, she was really horrible. Of course, and, yeah. You know, so it is, it is difficult. I mean, you, when, I, when you're happy, it's the best thing in the world. But sometimes when you're a little bit down, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm just going to sit in and watch <laughs> loads of series. Yeah, well, like any of us. <laughs> watch yeah. a whole series of you. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. Is it something you and your dad have bonded over in that like now you've got maybe more of an idea of what his life is like in some ways definitely like definitely with my with my dad I mean we've always had such a close relationship he's always been like my best friend really so I've been really lucky to have a dad like that but yeah he definitely gets it because before like my dad would be like oh dad I I can't go to Westfield I I can't go here I can't it's you know it's too much for me and and I used to be a bit like but why why and now I sort of get it I'm like yeah you're right dad like because it does add on an extra how many hours and you know having dinner and stuff he really he gets it and with like my mum and like my little sister and with them I go out of them as much as I can and you know do normal things because I am still normal and I'm not going to ever let anything change me but I do get it when my dad says sometimes you just need a little bit of time to yourself yeah you know just you time yeah so um, I'll just clean <laughs> that, that clean. sort of day yeah I'll just start doing a little bit of overing and cleaning the kitchen really yeah is that like do you follow like Mrs Hinch on Instagram <gasps> Mrs Hinch comments on my pictures do you oh, know how cool that is I was like oh my god Mrs Hinch <laughs> I want your cleaning products can you come around mine she actually no amazing. don't come around mine <laughs> <laughs> um, well I loved like seeing that in the book you've given advice and there's there's bits where people have contributed questions and yeah. asked your advice and you've answered it so you're like yeah. the perfect guest for us um, so let's start on your Grazia life advice. What is the first piece of advice? So my first piece of advice is your friends are the family you can choose. So choose wisely. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? They're the, they're the family you can choose. Because with your family, I mean, you're blessed with your family, but you can't choose them. So imagine yeah. if you don't get on with someone in your family. I mean, you sort of have to yeah. because they're your family. And there's always unconditional love with your family, always. Yeah. But with your friendships, they're, I think friends are so important because they sort of keep you together and you know keep you sane like my friends are my my release really like they're the girls I can talk to and you know when I'm feeling down and and you don't want your friends to judge you I feel like in in life you get judged and you have bad days and if you have an argument like with someone in your family or even your boyfriend it's nice to have your mates to just sit there and just open up to and know they're not going to judge you and I feel like friendships are so important they're just as important as like a family and a relationship yeah 
I think that one of the reasons that you were so popular on Love Island is because you were at the heart of a lot of those female friendships, <laughs> but also that just because you were a good friend with somebody didn't mean that you would tell them whatever they wanted to hear. Yeah. And I really admired that. Is that something you've that's always been your way? You're just honest with people? Always. Uh, but me and my friends have always been like that. Like, I've had friends, like my proper best friend relationships, I've known them since I was like 11. Like, and you sort of grow up with each other, life experiences, we guide each other. And honesty is always the best policy. I know it sounds silly, but if you want your friend to be happy in life and, you know, get the best that they deserve, then you need to be honest and be open with them because if they're going to hear anything, it should be from you yeah. rather than someone else. So then how do you deal with a fallout? Because sometimes in the moment that honesty <laughs> doesn't go down yeah, brilliantly. I've definitely had that with my, <laughs> even with my friends when they've tried to guide me and I've gone, oh, you're wrong. And then, you don't know, speak for a week, but... Usually the fallout is because there is an underlying truth to it. Yeah. And I sometimes... You hit a nerve. You hit a nerve and you, sometimes the truth does hurt, but you'll always know you're going to kiss up and have a cuddle at the end of it because I think it always depends how you do about it. There's a way of being horrible and, you know, being too much and opinionated when an opinion ain't needed. But if you're just being a friend and going, I'm only telling you this because I love you and I want to support you, then... They'll always lighten up because that's what friends are. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to be one of the people that just gives their opinions when it's not necessary. But if your friend is genuinely sitting there and asking you, like, what do you think? Then go for You've it. Got to tell them. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Don't um, lie to their face. You said it's important to choose wisely. Yeah. So how do you apply that? Like, do you have an instinct about yeah, people? Yeah, I am literally, like, terrible for it. My mum always says it to me. But I'm always right about it. Like, I always have a feeling... And I'm like, mm, there's something about that girl. Or I don't know about him. There's something there. But I mean, I think you have different friends for all different things, really. Like you always have your really, really close friends, your girls you just go out for a bit of dinner with, you know, you're the party girls and, you know, just friends you've just met. I think there's all different people, but the close ones that you've got, you're going to tell everything to and, you know, be the 100% you. They're the ones you need to be really wise about because you don't want them letting you down. Yeah. That is where I mean, like, choose wisely on the people that you trust. It doesn't matter who you are, but your close circle, you need to just be you and, like, not have to worry about it. But, um, yeah, I think I always do have a, a little instinct. And sometimes my friends are like, really, Dan? And I'm like, I mean it. <laughs> and then when they come back, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to be the cliche, I told you so, but do <laughs> but still drop it in. Yeah. <laughs> so your second piece of advice is so sweet. Always be kind to old people. Yes. Why is that important to you? I mean, obviously that should be important to all of us. I mean, it's just because they're the, they're the generation, like... I always get choked up about people like eating on their own and stuff. I don't know what it is. Like since I was little, my mum said when she used to take me out, even if it was like a little pie mash or something, I used to invite the little old ladies to come and sit with us and eat some <laughs> dinner so with sweet. me because you look up to them, you know, they've been in this world a lot longer than us. You know, they've probably lost people. You know, they could you don't know what's happened in their life. You know, you don't know who they're going home to and you know loneliness as well you worry a little bit about that and I, I always think if you see someone out and they're struggling or they just or just say hello and you look nice today it just means a lot because yeah. even to me if someone says it you know someone that's older than you and kinder than you you just have some respect yeah. I've always been taught that you respect people that are older than you and you know if they're crossing the road and they're taking a little bit long let them let them cross it yeah you know just what's let the them hurry? go yeah what's the hurry I just think I've always had respect um, for older people and they're just cute and they, we're all going to get old one day yeah. and you know you've got to have good karma 
And you've got a lovely relationship with your grandparents as yeah. well, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like my nan and brav, I call granddad brav, don't I? <laughs> but, so um, yeah, I mean, I love, um, even with my dad's mum, she's always gave me, you know, really, really good guidance since I was young. And sometimes you have to give it a little bit back. Yeah. You know, because they were there for you, so you have to be there for them. Yeah, I totally agree. Your third piece of advice has come from your dad who says there are three things that you should ask yourself if you're worried about something. What are the three things? Oh, so there's like three things he says. Is it going to be a stress? Do you need to put energy into it? And is it worth it? Okay. Right. So talk me through. Yes. Okay. Right. So he always does this to me, my dad. Like if imagine I'm like, this is like, I'm losing it about this. This is annoying me, blah, blah, blah. He always goes, does it really need to be a stress? You know, is it going to be over in a week or is it going to be over in a day? Uh-huh. You know, like I'm running late or my parcel is a week late or something like that. The present hasn't turned up. Them little things don't mean anything. Uh-huh. So he always says to me, you're worrying about something that isn't meant to be a worry and then you're working yourself up. So that's the first one. Is it going to be stressed? Like, do you really need to put your energy into it? Like, do you need to make it an object? You know, if it's a thought, does it need to become an object? Yeah. That's how he always says it to it's me. basically just chill out yeah chill out like chill you out don't need it. to worry about that and you know stop overthinking it that's what he always says and then yeah is it worth it so that's how it all really is before you're gonna you know lash out or say the wrong thing or upset someone just really sit there and think is it worth it and then usually I'm like hmm, no I'm not gonna ring up the post where it be like where's my puzzle <laughs> no um yeah it's just taking a step back that's what he basically says now instead of you know, stressing about the little things in life, you might as well just take a little bit of a step back and let it go. You know, like, calm down. Uh, yeah. You know, life's hard as it is. Don't worry about the tiny, minute things that we think are such a big issue. Do you have your dad's voice in the back of your head sometimes when, you know, when you're not with him and something's stressing you out? Yeah, I do. I do. There is always my dad. But the thing is, whenever I'm like stressing over something, I always ring my dad anyway. Do you? Yeah. That's and he always says to me, like, just you know, bite your tongue and, and don't worry about it. Like, even like, because I'll be like, oh, I don't know, this is a disaster and all this. <laughs> that. And he's like, no, it's fine. What what are you talking about? Just bite your tongue and move on from it. And I'm like, whenever I get off the phone with my dad after I'm like, been upset or he just helps me. I don't know what, he's just got a very, I always go, you've got a very good aura around your dad. Yeah. Yes. Your dad's become like a bit of a national treasure. But he has, isn't he? he he's really loving has. it. And I think, you know, in, in some ways, like people were quite surprised by, the things he said about Brexit, and like he basically said what was in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. And he just came out and said it in this like very funny, no, brilliant he, way. He is, and I think he I think he deserves it. There's been so many judgments about my dad along the years. But I mean my dad's been sort of in the public eye since he was fourteen he started. So wow. I mean, if you're gonna follow a, a, especially a boy's journey growing up and becoming a man and stuff, I mean it's not gonna be an easy road. It's gonna be up and down because no one's perfect. And I think people forget that. And I think my dad deserves to be the guy up there because yeah. he is a good person and he's normal yeah. no there's not you know he's not he's not very black and white you know he's got colours and you know he, he says how, how he feels and, and I think that's why he's loved so much because yeah. he's just a normal guy and he's funny people he like funniness funny. and I think good on him you know yeah. good on him your fourth piece of advice is everything happens for a reason. Do you, yeah. do you really believe that? Honestly, 100 million percent. Yes, yes. Like everything. Even like if I go back down to like a year ago when something felt like, oh, why didn't it work out? Or why did I dislocate my shoulder? And, you know, everything like that. I think everything happened because 
this is where I was meant to be. I was meant to go on Love Island. You know, I was meant to, you know, meet Jack and, you know, have all the experiences I'm getting now because, and, and, and at the time when you're feeling all down and, you know, why hasn't that worked out? Or why haven't I got that job? Or, you know, why have I had an argument with this person? And then it all does add up. It might take years, it might take months, but it does all add up because when you backtrack, you know, everything you've been through, you're like, if I probably hadn't been through these certain situations or, yeah. you know, met these kind of people, I might not have ever gone on Love Island. So yeah. it is, I really, really do, do believe in everything happens for a reason. Do you hang on to that when something bad happens, when you're struggling? Do yeah. You, do you reassure yourself with that? Definitely. I definitely need to reassure myself with um with anything. Even I think when you're having a little bit of a down, down stuff, you have to think of the positives and, you know, the goodness and greatness you're going to get with it but I do think with anything that happens I think everyone can say that as well yeah you know like anyone can say that that any life experience they've gone through at the time it might feel like oh I can't pick myself up but then you will look back and go you know what it happened and it makes you stronger as well yeah genuinely think it does yeah what doesn't kill you makes you yeah like that yeah them I think them little quotes I mean they're there because they're true like they are 100 million percent true like even with my friends and stuff we've gone my friends have gone through some really heartbreaking situations and then they've had something amazing at the end of it you know Mm. so I do genuinely think think like that yeah that's lovely that's very comforting (laughs) um so your next one I know that you're quite into your fashion now yeah and definitely like an inspiration for a lot of young (laughs) women so dress to suit your shape not the fashion that's your rule why is is that I think when it comes to fashion like I've never had like particular people that I've looked at and been like oh my god I love everything she's wearing or oh my god I want to be like that or I think it's all about you as an individual like as with your friends and stuff you always ask them and you go what do you think that this looks like you know your friends are always going to be honest with you and we've always had similar styles like me and the girls have always sort of known what we like and you know my friend Ellie she's got like the big boobs and then like my <laughs> mate she's got the legs like it's, it's like it's all different things isn't it like me and my other best mate we're literally exactly the same like and yeah. we and we all actually have something and I'm like oh I will be borrowing that so it's always <laughs> it is about your shape and it is about you and I don't think you should always look at imagine a model or someone else and think oh well you know I really want that to suit me because I mean it could suit you but you should dress for you yeah and try it on and if it doesn't suit you then it's fine there'll be something else that suits you and might not suit the other girl so when you were younger did you because I know I did did you go through times where you were trying to make something work for you yeah. and it wasn't and you were sort of sticking with it because it was cool yeah yeah like I think when you're younger as well you always look back at pictures and you're like oh God, like <laughs> the crinkled hair. Me and my friends used to just get moose and crinkle our hair and, you know, wear them awful tutus. And I was annoyed that my mum never let me have them light up shoes that everyone had. You know, it yeah. was it's things like that. But you look back and laugh at it. But there's definitely, I think, growing up when you're young and you're a teenager, you sort of look at singers and, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, I really want to dress like that. And, you yeah. know, let's try it. Let's have the belly out. Let's pull the jeans really down. And, you know, and he's like, oh, no, 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 that doesn't go. And But I think it all, you always discover it of age. Yeah. Because when you're young, especially when you're, like, teenager, you don't really have that much opinion on yourself. You you, you look at others and you, you want to be like them. But as you sort of grow up, you sort of love yourself more and think, okay, well, this suits me. I'm going to try this. Yeah. I think there's always good to have inspiration from other, other girls, definitely. But... You should inspire yourself on what you like and what you like to wear. Everyone has their own style. Yeah. 
Your last piece of advice, your last piece of good advice is about skincare. What, yeah. What would you tell people about skincare? So my skin really, really can play me up and it really does surprise people because they're like, oh, I've never, I've never yeah, seen you've it. Got no spots at all. But I really, really... I have moments where I'm like, oh my god, this is even just before I went into Love and like, I had a really, really bad breakout. Like, I have to be really, really careful. Like, I use proactive, and that's saved me. Like, mm-hmm. it really has saved me. Um, but so I genuinely think you need to cleanse every single day, like your face and stuff. I mean, we all have it when we come home of a night time and use a wet wipe, and you know, and then yeah. just go to bed. But I just cleanse. I always use my three steps, like exfoliate. Then I use like. Um, the cleansing water and then I'll use like a toner or just a face cream but I always use proactive I've always it's, it's helped me you yeah. know when I first got told about it because it, I, it wasn't in the prettiest of bottles you're like oh no I won't use that but then I used it and I was like thank you so much yeah <laughs> thank so you even if it's 4am uh, yeah always always and, tired, and cream yeah. like honestly like cream your body I love it I am literally like a little old lady with creams but I've got every <laughs> single cream you could have yeah because I believe in it it so much yeah me well, and the girls at 16 so. thank you 16 years of age was when we discovered probably even younger 14 15 that's what we was doing going boots and buying creams like because yeah. it, it just helps you, it helps and it makes you feel good so yeah cleansing and creaming always always do it from a young age growing up because it, you do see the benefits like i genuinely do and looking after your lashes so yeah, definitely. When I get, um, I mean, at the minute I'm having a break from my lashes and I've been using Revitalash, which is really good. It just strengthens them, mm-hmm. makes them stronger um, in between having like individuals done. But girls, I think if they have individual lashes, you need to wash it with Johnson's baby shampoo and then you blow dry them. It just gives them that fluffy look. Yeah. Because I remember I used to, I never used to like wash them and stuff and they used to go a little bit like oily after a while. And I remember my, my lash lady, Nikki, was like, Danny, do you wash your lashes? And I was like... Mm, well maybe with water or something like everyone says they wash around their eyes and she was like mm, they're looking a little bit greasy and I was like oh, no, what no, greasy lashes <gasps> no and then I was like okay what do I do and, and it changed my life you okay. need to wash it like like you wash your hair so this is why we used to see you blow dry yes. your eyelashes yeah wash it with, 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 uh, uh, it will change your life okay you will be sending me thank you guys for the rest of your life okay I'm going to look into this yeah um, so that brings us on to the, the worst piece of advice you've ever had and this was one about Love Island right yeah yeah my worst piece of advice was um, to not go on Love Island my mum and my nan were the only two people that were like go on it and everyone else was like, don't do it. No, don't do it. My what, friends were why? like, oh, Danny, really, do you want to go on it? You know, because I never had any luck really in love. <laughs> so that was a little bit like, <laughs> is she going to get any luck on telly with it? Yeah, my friends were like, oh, Dan, you know, you don't know who's going to be on there and don't go on it. Like, I sort of told them last minute, you know, I was arming and arming about it. And, and my dad as well, he was like, mm-mm. Yeah. Why would you want to go on telly and, you know, show your vulnerable side and, yeah. you know, oh, what are you going to do on there? You know, they were, everyone was worrying about it. Cause I, and then my friends were like, well, Dan, what if you do really like someone? And I was like, girls, I'm going to behave, obviously. I'm on TV. Like, and you did. And I did. <laughs> What, and I 100% did do that, you know, so... That was amazing. Like, you properly stuck to your guns Yeah, but you, on that. But I just think that's just normal. Like, that's, that's how I wanted to be I think it's different if you want to do it do it like go yeah. for it because I was asking the girls how was it you know it's fine yeah. but for me my own personal choices I, I always stick to something when I say I'm not going to do something I won't do it yeah so and yeah I thought it was really nice as well that 
Jack really respected that. Yeah. And it didn't certainly didn't look from the outside as though you were under any pressure to do things that you Never. didn't want to do. Jack knew that. And I think Jack respected me more for that. Because even when I come out, he was like, you know, because like, his mum and nan and that. You know, yeah. I, that's not something I would want his mum and nan to say. I'd want them to meet me and think, oh, she's respectful. Yeah. Especially with a nan as well, you know, like with the generation of you can't sit in the bedroom with them. And, Absolutely. you know, I didn't want, I wanted to look at his nan in the eye. Old people. Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> it's just a bit of respect. And even now, he always says, oh, I'm glad you didn't, Dan. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you weren't at the time. No. But, um, no, he, um, he never, Jack, he's very laid back when it comes to things like that. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm glad he, he was got, he was always going to wait, really. Yeah. So you had no other choice. You, you're glad that you ignored people and you went on and you trusted your gut and you did it. Yeah, but 100%. I'm so glad I did Love Island. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. I never, ever thought I would have gone on it. And then I did. It's still like a whirlwind for me, but it always puts a smile on my face. And it's nice to have a memory that you'll always love and you'll yeah. always want to go back to. We're so. all so glad that you did it as well because you were brilliant entertainment. Well, so thank you very much. Thank you so much for your advice today. Thank you. Thanks so much to Danny, and don't miss her new book, What Would Danny Do? If you like the Grazia Life Advice podcast, please help us out by subscribing, rating it, reviewing it, or sharing it. See you next week for more advice from women worth listening to.